You can't make the same mistake twice. The second time, it's not a mistake. It's a choice, says Dr. Deb Matthew. And Dr. Deb is here today to make sure we're not making the same hormone mistakes that other women have made that's cost them their health and vitality as they age. Stay tuned for the Happy Hormones Doctor. She's going to make sure that we're making the right choices right now. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her Brilliant Health Radio, where holistic women's health expert and board-certified OBGYN Dr. Kieran Dunstan shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Kieran back for another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution. And it is a revolution. If you haven't joined the revolution, you need to join now. And you're going to love my guest, who is one of the leaders of the revolution when it comes to not only women and their health and hormones, but men also. So she has just such a breadth of knowledge she's going to share with you. And today she's back to talk with you about the top seven hormone mistakes that are keeping your metabolism stuck. I know metabolism is a topic of interest and importance to all of you because I probably get more questions about metabolism than anything else, metabolism and hormones. Why is my metabolism tanked? What am I doing wrong with my hormones? How do I fix them? So the two are intimately involved and they're tied to your weight and energy, my two favorite topics. So we're gonna get into it with Dr. Deb Matthew. Hey, Dr. Deb. Hey, it's great to be back. So I'm going to remind you a little bit about Dr. Deb Matthew, and then we'll get started. She is the happy hormones doctor. She is the best-selling author of This Is Not Normal, A Busy Women's Guide to Symptoms of Hormone Imbalance. And she's also the, also the author of Why Can't I Keep Up Anymore? A Guide to Regaining Energy, Focus, and Peak Physical and Sexual Performance for Men Over 40. After suffering for years with fatigue and irritability as a traditionally trained medical doctor, she went on a quest, a quest of healing to restore her personal health. This led her to change everything about the way she practices medicine. And Dr. Deb has been featured on national media like NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox. Welcome back, Dr. Deb. Oh, it's so great to be here. You probably get just as many questions as I do from women at midlife about hormones and metabolism. Why is this such a concern for us at midlife? Well, you know, I see so many women who come in and they're working so hard to try to take care of themselves. They're trying to do all the right things, but all of a sudden their weight starts creeping up. A lot of times it's that darn belly fat that we all hate so much. And all the things that they've been doing all these other years just stop working. And it's just so frustrating because the pounds start to creep up and it gets so much more difficult to get rid of them when we get to midlife. 
I know it's, um, you know, and we want to blame it on menopause and perimenopause, but the truth is that there's so much more that goes into it. And so that's why I'm excited to have this conversation with you. And I know everybody listening is excited about it too, because they're like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I missing? What don't I know? So let's get into the top seven hormone mistakes that are keeping your metabolism stuck. So what's the number one thing we are doing to sabotage our metabolism at midlife? Well, one of the things I think is getting all wrapped up in stress. And goodness knows right about now in time, right, we're all sort of done with all the stress. But but stress, whether it's, you know, you're busy, you're worried, you're homeschooling, you're, you know, kids are in college and you're worried about what the heck they're doing. All of these stresses affect our hormones because cortisol is the main stress hormone that helps us cope with stress. And cortisol levels go up to help us in the short term, but they can end up chronically elevated in the long term. And cortisol makes our bodies want to gain weight, especially right around our middle. And so if we are not handling stress in a healthy way, if we don't have ways of bringing balance in our lives, then that cortisol can cause the weight to creep up and creep up and creep up no matter how hard we're trying to do the opposite. And I see this all the time. And it's hard, I think, for women especially because we want to help everybody else. We want to look after the kids and our spouses and our jobs and our homes and our pets and our gardens. And we, we're so focused on everybody else that we end up putting ourselves last and we don't do such a good job of taking care of us. In fact, if you were to sit and breathe or try meditation, a lot of times we end up thinking, oh, I really should be folding the laundry or the dishwasher needs to be unloaded or you got the grocery list going through your brain. It's hard for us sometimes to stop, put ourselves first, help get some balance back. But the reality is we can't really help everybody else and all those people who depend on us if we are not taking care of ourselves, right? Just can't pour from an empty cup. No, we cannot pour from an empty cup. And, you know, as you were talking, a conversation I had with a client yesterday was popping in my head to talk about the issue of caffeine and cortisol because she actually, you know, I had asked her to let go of the caffeine before because it was hurting her cortisol. And she said, well, I'm only drinking one cup now, but she actually, within a few sips of that one cup, her body was telling her that her cortisol was going through the roof from the caffeine. Can you help everyone understand how caffeine is probably making your your stress and your cortisol problems worse? Yes, so caffeine actually raises cortisol levels, and that's partly why a lot of us reach for caffeine in the morning, because Cortisol has a natural circadian rhythm and it's supposed to go up in the wee hours of the morning so that your eyes pop open and you jump out of bed ready to start your day. But when your natural cortisol cycles are not right anymore because of chronic stress, you may not properly be getting that little boost of cortisol in the morning and it may be really hard to get up. So then you end up pressing snooze a couple of times and you drag yourself out of bed. And a lot of us end up dragging ourselves to the coffee pot because the caffeine boosts cortisol so that our brain can wake up and we can function like a normal human being. But that's not helping. It's not fixing the problem. It's kind of beating your adrenal glands already down. And so it just makes it hard to recover. So caffeine gives you that little boost in the short term that can help or it feels like it can help in the short term. But in the long run, it's actually making things worse. 
Yes. So give it up, give up the caffeine and to uh, ultimately help heal your cortisol. And so that is number one hormone mistake you're, you're making is not addressing your cortisol. And, you know, I'm ready to go into number two, but I just got to let everyone know, you know, Dr. Deb was part of the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit. 53 experts shared top information on how to lose weight, regain energy, balance hormones and moods, look sexy, feel confident and master midlife. And Dr. Deb was hands down one of the top rated interviews in that summit. I even got a comment from someone that said, it, the summit had just been Dr. Deb's interview. It would have been worth every penny. And I don't even think I got a chance to share that with you. Oh. So, well, that's so, nice to hear. Yeah. And it is still available. If you missed it on my website, you can still access it. So I just wanted to let everyone know. Okay. So let's get to number two. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Hey there, it's your conscience calling. It's a new year. Just wondering where you are with your resolution. You remember the one to lose some weight and get in shape? You know, life would be a whole lot better if you upped your metabolism, lost a few pounds, had some energy, and could get in your skinny jeans again, right? But I know you don't want to count calories, and I don't want you to either. And working out at the gym is not your idea of fun, or mine. I know you hate the thought that you might fail at weight loss again. And I do too. And that's why, this time, I've set you up for the ultimate success by working with a doctor who lost 100 pounds at midlife herself by addressing all the hidden causes of weight gain no one's told you about. It's about so much more than diet and exercise. You'll see, Dr. Kieran will tell you all the secrets you need to know to lose 10 pounds and double your energy in the 28-day Jumpstart program. It addresses all the reasons that 90% of weight loss programs fail women at midlife. Yup, it was created by Dr. Kieran after she lost 100 pounds at midlife. She designed it to address the same issues that you're having. Only you don't know you're having them because no one told you. So yes, I heard what you want. And for sure, you totally deserve it. To live in a body that is healthy and vital and supports you in doing everything that you want to do. And to look good doing it while having more fun than you can imagine? I got you. And I know you don't want to pay a lot of money to try yet another program. So you'll love the special introductory offer of just $47 to join. Just $47? Girl, you know you spend that on things you can't even remember every single month. What have you got to lose? Nothing. Losing 10 pounds could just be the jumpstart you need to your next level of living. It's all ready for you. Just go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com to get the details on this amazing program and sign up now. Then you can check off Lose Weight and Feel Great from your to-do list and get back to the things that matter most to you. I heard you, and I've answered. Dr. Kieran's got your resolution covered with the Jumpstart program. I'll see you there. And we're back. Second hormone mistake we're making that's keeping our metabolism stuck is a low fat diet. So you've gained a little bit of weight. You're trying to get, you know, back into your pants because I, I hate that when you just gain enough weight that you can't do your pants up comfortably. You don't want to buy new clothes. So frustrating. 
So we've been taught, right, for many years, a low-fat diet is the way to go in order to lose weight. And the reality is your hormones are made out of some of these healthy fats. So we want you to get healthy fats in your diet. So we don't want deep fried foods. We don't need the donuts. But we do want the olive oil, the avocados, the nuts, the ground flax seeds, coconut. These are healthy fats that are really important to being able to produce the hormones that you need to get your metabolism rolling again. So being on a low-fat diet isn't really going to help get your hormones where they need to be in order to get your metabolism back online. Okay. So don't eat low-fat and get the healthy fats to help balance out your hormones. Because we we also want to include what you need to do to get it unstuck. So right. we'll do that. All right. And what is number three? Okay. The next one is the sugar. Sugar is a huge problem. And you know, for so many women, they're trying not to eat a lot of sugar. Like we know, right, that sugar is not good for us. And sometimes it's the sugar cravings that do us in. And sometimes it's all the hidden sugar that we don't even realize is in the barbecue sauce and the ketchup and, you know, all these things, salad dressing, places where we're not really expecting it. But when we get too much sugar in our diet or too much starchy carbohydrates that end up, you know, turning into sugar, right, all that white stuff, our insulin levels spike, And insulin is the fat storing hormone. And so even if your blood sugar is still normal, if your body is making all this extra insulin to get your blood sugar back down into the normal range, that's a problem because all this extra insulin is telling your cells 24-7 to store calories. And meanwhile, you're chewing on your celery sticks and trying to walk around the block. You're trying to tell your darn fat cells to burn calories, but this insulin gets in the way. So if you can really do a good job of reducing the starchy carbohydrates and the sugar, that allows your insulin level to improve um, and that can really make a difference with weight loss success. So that's a huge thing that I see. A lot of women come in and they think that their blood sugar is fine. Their doctor told them their blood sugar was fine. But when we look a little deeper, we can see that insulin is not so fine and that's really holding their metabolism back. Right. That, you know, insulin is that the thread that leads into the knotted ball of yarn that is your hormone. So you got to fix that one first and really tease it out. And I, I agree with you. Most of us know we're, you know, we're not eating ho-hos and ding-dongs every day. We're trying to do right, but there are these hidden sugars. But what do you say to the woman? This is something I see not uncommonly who's, you know, at midlife and she's like, I've been doing keto for seven years. I am in ketosis all the time and her blood sugars still ride a little high and her insulin rides a little high and she's racking her brain going, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. It's so frustrating, isn't it? When you are doing all the right things and you're not getting the right answer, that is hugely frustrating. Because if you were eating, you know, drive through junk food all day long and you were having trouble with your weight, like, you know, you would understand the why behind it. But If somebody is on keto and they've been doing it for a long time and it's not working, we kind of also have to look at all the other factors that affect metabolism. And so sometimes 
cortisol can be out of whack and cortisol drives blood sugar up. It interferes with how insulin functions. Menopause interferes with how insulin functions. And so there can be all of these other factors that are still interfering with the insulin and the blood sugar metabolism, even if she's not eating a lot of sugar and starchy carbohydrates. And sometimes sort of excessive fasting um, or being too extreme with diets can be a stress on the body And so sometimes we have to be a little bit more moderate, a little bit more kind to ourselves in order to really get the results that we're looking for. Yes, Dr. Deb. Oh my gosh. We can be so cruel to ourselves. (laughs) I've eaten keto for seven years. I literally hear that all the time. And that's, you know, going into that deprivation, which is a stress on us. So stop messing with your insulin and your cortisol. So you've got to get those in balance. And what's the next mistake we're making with the hormone? We need to get enough good quality sleep because when you are in a nice deep sleep at night, that's when your body is producing some of your hormones. And so if you are staying up real late and then having to get up real early, if you've got the dog barking and you know, if, if you're not getting a good quality sleep, you can't properly make your hormones. And of course, it's a two-way street, right? Like sometimes when your hormones are out of whack, you just can't sleep and it makes it really hard. But there are lots of things that we can do to help our quality of sleep. And it, we just need to make it a priority and not try to burn the candle at both ends and try to do two much. Um, We need to respect our bodies and make sure that we get enough rest. Yeah. You know, the same thing about just being kind to ourselves, I think comes with sleep is I see so many people attacking insomnia and themselves and their body as if it were the enemy, like my damn body, why won't it sleep? I'm going to just drug myself to knock myself out, which is kind of getting into this fight with your body that you can never win. You have to love yourself to sleep, romance the sleep. You know, it's just like falling in love. You can't make it happen. You can make it welcome. And the same thing with sleep. You can't force it to happen. You can make it welcome and check off all the conditions. And then your body says, oh, I can sleep. But it is this two-way street. So if you're not sleeping, sleeping, you've got to absolutely hands down fix that because it will absolutely just turn your metabolism down. So really working with someone like Deb or me who can help you to sort that out. I can't emphasize that enough. And what are we else are we doing wrong? Okay. So how we are exercising is another thing that is sometimes getting in our way. So what women tend to like to do is we like to We go outside for a long walk, we get on the treadmill, we walk for 45 minutes, and then we're so annoyed when our metabolism isn't really revving up. But what would do much better for us is resistance exercise. Because when we're doing resistance exercise, we're doing a little bit of muscle building. I promise you're not going to turn into like a big, you know, bodybuilder type of a person, but that's giving us a little boost of metabolism. It's helping our hormones and it's keeping our metabolism revved 24-7. Because if you walk for 45 minutes on the treadmill at kind of a moderate pace. And then, you know what, there's that little button on the treadmill that tells you how many calories you burned. And that's so depressing when you look at that, because it's like one (laughs) Oreo cookie, right? And you step off the treadmill and then the calorie burn stops and like, uh. but if you did some muscle building exercise and you can build up just that little bit of muscle, that muscle is going to burn calories 24-7. It's boosting your metabolism and you're going to get more bang for your buck. It's going to do, it's going to help your hormones. It's going to help your metabolism. 
I got this visual when you're saying it shows you the number of calories. Wouldn't it be funny if it actually said on the little monitor, you're sweating for 45 minutes, working your ass off, and it says, you have burned one Oreo cookie. <laughs> It'd be like, I'm never doing this again. Oh, um, I know. It seems but, you know, work smarter, not harder. Work out smarter, not harder. But women, we just don't do the resistance or we do too much of it. I have, you know, my CrossFit babes who just, they're like six and seven days a week with the CrossFit and overdo it, which can yeah. be a stress. I think that's a really important thing to say is over-exercising is really hard on our bodies. It's hard on our digestive tract lining. It's hard on our hormones. So kind of the Goldilocks thing, we want some exercise and really any exercise is better than no exercise. So walking on the treadmill is always gonna be better than sitting on the couch. It's just that if we wanna get the most bang for our metabolism buck, resistance exercise is a good way to go. Yeah, so true. And, you know, I saw this meme yesterday. It was about something uh, like, um, I drank a full glass of water. Why isn't my skin shining and glowy now? <laughs> like, We have to be patient. You know, we didn't get this way overnight. Our metabolism didn't get tanked overnight. It wasn't like a switch turned. It was a gradual descent into this new normal of slow metabolism. And so it's a gradual ascent back to a healthy metabolism. But if you really tease out the things that Dr. Deb is sharing with you, balance out your cortisol, handle your stress, get your sleep right, your insulin, and add the exercise, then you will be ascending and, and you'll get back to, there's no reason that you're, or let me ask you, Deb, is there any reason that your metabolism can't be as good at 50 and 60 as it was at 20? No, but I would say that it's, it's more of a challenge. Like when you're 20, you can do like lots of the wrong things. You can stay up all night and party and, you know, eat the wrong food and you can get away with it a lot better. Whereas, you know, as we get older, it's a little bit difficult. We have to respect our bodies. We have to, we don't have to always be perfect. We don't have to always do the right things. Nobody's perfect. Nobody, you know, does all the right things all the time, but at least we do have to respect our bodies and we do have to make an effort to be healthy because it's important and it's necessary if we're going to stay healthy and feel our best. Okay. Great. So what would be the next hormone mistake that we're making and what are we going to do about it? Okay. So the next one is about thyroid. So, and the mistake that I would say that we're making about thyroid is just listening to our regular doctor when he tells us that everything is fine. And uh, this is my personal story. I had symptoms of thyroid dysfunction for 10 years and I kept going to the doctor and they told me everything was fine, but I was tired all the time and I was exhausted, you know, I couldn't function and um, I had this belly fat that wouldn't go away. So eventually my thyroid got so far out of whack that I was told that it was not normal. And then I was given Synthroid, which is the standard pill. And I was on that for another 10 years. I felt no different whatsoever, but my lab tests were now normal. And so they told me everything was fine. And it wasn't until I learned about functional medicine and like this whole body approach and this looking for the root cause that I actually got my thyroid fixed. And thyroid is the hormone that sets your metabolic rate. It's like your thermostat. And so if you don't have enough thyroid going through your system, you'll feel tired and sluggish. 
your weight will creep up. It just gets so much harder to maintain your weight. It's like if your thyroid is not working and you're trying to lose weight, it's like beating your head against the wall. Makes libido go away if you don't have enough thyroid. Your gut slows down so you get constipated. Your mood is off. You can't like compute things in your brain. So, so many times women will experience a lot of these symptoms. Like I was so cold all the time. I took a sweater with me everywhere, even in July in North Carolina. It'd be a hundred degrees outside. And I would go sit in the air conditioned restaurant or movie theater. And I would literally be shivering. It was not normal. But, but when the doctor says that we are normal because our labs are in the normal range and we just accept that, then we will just continue to suffer. And the reality is there are a whole list of things that can make your cells and your body feel hypothyroid, even if the standard screening test is okay. So if you have estrogen dominance, which is an imbalance between your estrogen and progesterone, which is really common, especially in women perimenopausal, like in their 40s, that makes you not be able to use the thyroid hormone properly. Or if you have a problem with cortisol, then you can't use that thyroid hormone properly. Or if you have an imbalance in the kinds of microbes that live in your gut, you know, if you have IBS or digestive symptoms, if you're deficient in certain vitamins and minerals. So there's this whole list of reasons why, even if your thyroid gland actually is okay, that you may not properly be using your thyroid hormones and have all these symptoms. And there are ways that we can address this. But if you just accept okay, it's not my thyroid, it must be me. I just must be lazy or depressed or you know, not have enough self-discipline to exercise and, and eat the right things. We internalize, it's just me, and that's not fair. And even women, like I was on that Synthroid for 10 years, even women who are being treated with thy- the standard thyroid replacement that puts the blood test in the normal range, it doesn't necessarily put your body in the normal range. And so again, if we just accept, okay, I was hypothyroid, I'm being treated, now I'm normal. If I'm tired all the time, if I can't maintain my weight, it must be me. It must be something about my character that I don't have enough self-discipline to you know, eat less or exercise more, whatever it is. And that's totally not the case. That prescription medicine does not work for everybody. There are natural choices. T3 is a really important thyroid hormone that you have to make. And so if you're if you have some of those other factors going on, if you're on the standard treatment, doesn't contain T3, doesn't work for everybody. And what you need is you need to find a functional medicine doctor who can look at the big picture, not just the screening test in order to really help you. So don't suffer for 20 years like I did before you get it straight. There's so much important there, what you just said about if the lab tests read, quote unquote, normal, and you know you're in your skin that something's wrong, then you've got to trust yourself to go find other answers. Unfortunately, we doctors are not trained in the art of hormonal restoration and metabolism optimization. So go find yourself someone who can help you, who understands the concepts that Dr. Deb and I are discussing. I know Dr. Deb sees patients in her office. I work with women in my Jumpstart Challenge, which people can do from anywhere and in my group programs. So there are lots of us out there who understand this concept, but don't buy into this lie that you are crazy and that it's really a form of gaslighting. So don't buy into that and go find yourself someone who can properly help you. And when thi- with thyroid, it's so true that you've got to address this. 
and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Hey there, it's me again, your conscience. Just letting you know, I did hear you. The question is, did you hear me? Go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com now to sign up for Dr. Kieran's next challenge starting soon. Pause this recording and go to the website now. We'll wait for you. Dr. Kieran's got you covered in achieving your resolutions this year. I'm always looking out for you. You're welcome. We're back. What else are we doing, Dr. Deb? I don't even know oh, okay. what number. Are we on six? This is number seven. Seven. We're on number okay. seven. Yeah. And so this one is the mistake that we make is that we are afraid of hormone replacement therapy. And we think that it is a better choice to go it naturally and suffer through it instead of restoring the hormones that our body is no longer making adequately. And I get it, right? You were told that hormones cause breast cancer and they're going to kill you. And right, totally doctors and patients got totally frightened off of it but we've really had a chance to learn and to research the data and to understand. And it turns out that that's really not true. And while our hormones do decline after menopause and they are lower after menopause, there's so much that we can do to restore how you used to feel. And an example that I really like that one of my colleagues, Dr. Jack Monaco uses is as we get older, our vision changes, right? So now you have to like hold the paper farther away. Your arm has to be longer in order to be able to read it. And now we start to need reading glasses. And that's normal. It happens to most of us, but we don't say it's normal for you not to be able to read things anymore. (laughs) What we say is here, we can help you. Here are some glasses. And then we periodically go back and we get our vision tested and we get our glasses adjusted. And so the kind of the same thing with hormones. Yes, your hormones do drop and that is a natural part of life. But what follows is aging deterioration, diseases like osteoporosis and dementia and heart disease and painful sex and pee in your pants because you've got urinary incontinence and wrinkles and all these things that we can actually help with if we can restore hormones to their natural balance. And if we are going to use hormones, you need to work with somebody who's not just going to write your prescription for some estrogen pill and tell you that they'll see you back next year. You need somebody who's going to measure your level so that we know which hormones are out of whack. We want to know your personal balance. We're all unique. We want to use bioidentical hormones, so the natural form of the hormones, so that at least in theory, your body can't tell the difference between whether the hormones came from your ovaries or the pharmacy. We want to be monitoring you for symptoms. We want to make sure that you feel good. You shouldn't be having side effects. We want to measure your levels to make sure that we got it about right and that and that we're not drastically over or underdosing you. And so if we can do this in a whole person way, we also want to put the hormones in the healthiest body that we can because if we want to get the benefits of the hormones and we want to get the least possibility of any risks or side effects, we need to put the hormones in a healthy body so that your body can metabolize your hormones in a healthy way. And this whole person approach is just so important and it is just not what we were trained to do at medical school. And what we were trained to do is just write your prescription. You know, everybody kind of more or less got the same thing. See you back next year. 
And that's not the best approach, but it is important to know that hormones have so, so many benefits. They, your hormones affect who you are, how you feel on the inside, how you relate to other people, how you react to the world around you. And you deserve to live your life to the fullest and be strong and, and enjoy life, have that zest instead of just feeling flat and making your way through your life and you know becoming a frail little old lady one day. Oh my gosh. Yes, you do deserve that. We all deserve that. And, you know, there is so, so much fear around this issue of hormones, which is kind of insane. And I really do think that it stems from just all the insanity about how we think about women and our fertility and our power or lack thereof. And, you know, I could have this whole philosophical discussion about it, but we just act weird when it comes to talking about women's reproduction, I think. (laughs) Yeah, you know, for men, it's different, right? right? For men, there's, you know, they'll slap testosterone on men, like really easy peasy. There's, there's so much less controversy about it. But for women, we're sort of often dismissed, right? You're just, you know, it's your age, get over it. Yeah. So frustrating. Just philosophically, as we're talking about it, because I wonder about that, there is such a, a difference, a discrepancy. But I think there's something scary to, to society about sexy menopausal woman who's <laughs> who's in her power. And that just came to me because I think yeah. that that is somehow a, a little bit scary to people. But I like this analogy of you wouldn't go without glasses. And I tell people, they say, well, I want to do menopause naturally. And I say, okay, well, you have a potassium deficiency. Are you going to take potassium? Oh, of course. We're going to replace your potassium, but you want to be natural and you're replacing your potassium. Why wouldn't you replace your lost estrogen or progesterone or testosterone? And most people, when they hear it that way, they're, they kind of say, oh yeah, I get your point. And so it is naturally what your body has. And I think this is one of the number one reasons why we, how we sabotage our metabolism because our metabolism absolutely needs these healthy hormones. So there you have it. The top seven hormone mistakes, keeping your metabolism stuck from Dr. Deb and lots of solutions as to how you can go about uh, jumpstarting your metabolism, getting it back online so you can get more energy and lose the weight and keep it off. Dr. Deb has a free gift for you along these lines, which is actually a copy of her book, This Is Not Normal, A Busy Woman's Guide to Symptoms of Hormone Imbalance. So what are they going to find in that book? Yeah, you know, I wrote the book because I found that a lot of women wonder whether it could be their hormones causing their problem, but they're not exactly sure. And so the book has a lot of quizzes that you can take to see, you know, do you have the symptoms of low testosterone? Do you have symptoms of too much cortisol? or too little cortisol. So there's lots of quizzes so that you can kind of help determine which hormones might be out of whack for you. And then it's got suggestions for steps that you can take to start feeling better today. Awesome. Thank you so much for that resource, Dr. Deb. And thank you for sharing this insight. I, I think it's so important that those of us who really are hormone literate and really understand how important these molecules are in our body and how they program our metabolism and our 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 very being as to how we feel each and every day are out there expressing what you've just shared because i think there's so much illiteracy about hormones in the medical community that people are left feeling like there's something wrong with them so thank you so much for sharing all this wonderful information with everyone 
Thank you. All right. And we will see you in another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution podcast. Thank you so much for joining me where, you know, we talk hormones, we talk metabolism, we talk weight, we talk energy, and we help you to move towards uh, better health because you really do deserve to live in a body that supports you in doing everything you want to do. I hope you will join me not only for the next podcast episode, but join me on YouTube where we have some great videos, giving you some how-tos, telling you the secrets of how to balance your hormones. Thanks for joining me and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, post it on your social media and tag me, I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic, it's science.